Hello, everybody. We are so happy that you came to join us for Free Fall Friday. We know you are going to have a good time. So come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride. That is Insane Rhetoric. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. What's up, Insane Rhetoric? What's up? What's up? What's up? You know what it is. The world is upside down and we're trying to make it what? Right side up. Listen, listen, listen. Y'all need to like, subscribe, and follow. Hey, we're trying to build this thing together. We can take over the world. What's up, Pinky? Morning, y'all. Moving right along. We know who we don't get from our co-host, so it's it's still funny to me, boy. It's still funny to me. <laughs> what's going on? What's the what's on the floor? What's happening in the world today? Well, I think I should move to um I should move um to Persia. Now I- that's a major jump. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of people moving out of the country, but who moves from the United States straight to Persia? You kind of gradually supposed to step your way into that, ain't you? Well, I just, okay, maybe I just need to take an extended sabbatical or something because I need to go check out this gold that was found um, in the Euphrates. No, so they didn't find gold in the Euphrates. Well, so, okay, so, you, y'all, the Euphrates River, that's, I'm talking about the Euphrates River. Which is in Africa. And so, the Euphrates runs, it, the Euphrates and the Tigris feed each other, like they, okay. So, the Euphrates originates in Turkey, flows through Syria. Iraq. Okay. It joins the Tigris and then empties into the Persian Gulf. Mm. Yeah. I, so, yeah, so recently, um, okay, I'm getting my news from the Smithsonian uh, Magazine. Which they would know because they're historical. Okay. So the Euphrates been 
drying up, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not funny because that's a water supply. I mean, but okay, what's what's the day? What's what's the day we are? And I don't even remember. But so like there here here's a, a religious history lesson. There are five rivers that are in Africa that were the main rivers of the Garden of Eden. So the Euphrates is actually one of them. So I think the if that river is starting to dry up, the only other river that that uh runs through Africa that is huge is uh the Nile now. So it's only is if that river's drying up then that means that there's only one river left because the rest of those rivers don't exist anymore. That's kind of scary. Yeah. So, mm. this river, yeah, this river. Yeah. So they they start mining, they start mining for gold, or when it started to dry, they just start seeing gold found yeah, inside exactly. the bottom of the river. Yeah, that part right there. Wow, I wonder who's gonna stay claim to that. Yeah, I mean, and I don't doubt it because, like, you know, like popular demand and historical facts um one of the richest countries is africa uh, most people don't know that 90 i think it's 95 percent 96 percent uh diamonds are mined after out of africa you know so for them to find gold in those type of places is is not wouldn't be uncommon for real you know yeah. So right now it's like barely barely enough water to float a canoe. That's serious. The waterway was barely a hundred feet wide. And it was green, murky water, sluggish, green, murky water. Now my question is, what's causing that river to dry up? Well, one thing is the absence of rain. Okay. Yeah, that would be. But I mean, okay, so like. There's a lot of, tra lot of trash and stuff all over the bridges and stuff there around there, just a bunch of trash. But so pollution, rain. This, this, this is my thing you know like how long does a place have to go without water for an actual river to drive that's like we waking up one day in the United States and one of the biggest rivers which is the Mississippi drying up I don't know how big that that uh Euphrates is, but I think it was one of the biggest rivers there in that area. Yeah. So the Euphrates, 
is so okay so it's expected by 2040 they call it an extremely high water stress by 2040 what that means is that 80% of the water available for agricultural, domestic, industrial use, out of there. Uh -huh. That ain't a good thing. Yo. And then they're not expecting there to be much water there during the summer. Well, if they can't float a canoe right now, that uh, <laughs> they might not make the summer. Yeah. So they're talking about Iraq's fate because there won't be any water. Iraq depends tremendously on the Euphrates. Okay, biblical lesson again. It does it. They might depend uh, solely on uh, the water supply there like that, but uh, if you you into like Bible prophecy and stuff, uh, they faith is they faith is still gonna be the same because that's one of the kingdoms that rises again. So they'll be okay. <laughs> they probably, I mean, and then that's all they probably gonna do is channel another water supply from somewhere else, but like. Like I said, I don't know how big that river is or was, or you know, I don't I don't know how vast where it runs. Where it's, you said it starts in Turkey, but like far as running through how many countries, you know, because if it's flowing down, somebody at the bottom got some water. When it was like a, a bunch of uh, farmers beginning in two thousand six. A bunch of farmers abandoned their fields and migrated to like urban centers and whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's been happening a good little minute. But if you think about it, 2006, it's less than 20 years ago. So they're still drying up at an incredible rate. Yeah, it is. And this, you know, this is fun. This is funny to me. You know, like water is the only natural supply that you can't actually reproduce like on a mass level they know the the chemistry compound that makes up water but you can't actually you know create that and copy that which is yeah. great yeah so the Syrian border supplies 30% of Iraq's electricity you the Euphrates accounts for thirty five percent of the country's water resources. Oh wow, that's <clears throat> that's a lot. That's a lot. So now, 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 my you said borders the Syrian Syrian border, Syrian border. So now, my question would be, what is the population of Persia? 
Because you think if people are using, if you got a large population, which I'm pretty sure it is, you got a large population of that, and then they're using water at a, a vast amount. It might not make 2040. Yeah. That's what I said when they said 2040. I was like, I don't know. So, yeah. That, that's a lot, y'all. I don't know what we're going to do with our water. Uh, uh, die of thirst. Five days, five days for the human body to su survive without food. Three days with water. Mm. Yeah, that's that's at extreme measures. Now you would probably get a day or so after that without water. I don't want to try it and find out. Maybe we should start a uh, what what is it? Uh, what they used to run them things on Facebook. Uh, the the water challenge. Maybe we should start a water challenge. See how many people can go. Yeah, it wouldn't be me. I can't get to a night. <laughs> how many people can go without water? I'm 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 going cuckoo in the middle of the night drinking water. Where's the water? Where's the water? <sighs> yeah, that's crazy. So, yo, that's gold ain't gonna matter if you can't go buy no water for no. I right I that's like oh my god. Oh, we found we found gold in the Euphrates, but we ain't got no water. Well. You ain't gonna have enough energy to to, to spend it. <laughs> Maybe that's why I need to just go and get it and come back. I don't. Hey, and it'll probably be the thing to do. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so what we think about? Uh... <laughs> All right. So listen. We we gonna head on over to Georgia. Georgia, oh, the whole night through, just an old sweet song keeps Georgia on my mind. Those rights reserved for Ray Charles and his estate. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we're going over to a little place called Rome, Georgia. Rome, R O M E. Uh huh. Hmm, like the country. I ain't even know the place called Rome, George. Uh huh. Yeah. It's in Floyd County, Georgia. How far is that from Stone Mountain? Is Stone Mountain is in 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 Floyd County? No, 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 no. I'm saying it's, it's in Georgia. I'm saying I, I'm, I'm familiar with with Stone Mountain. How far is that away? Is oh, I don't know. No, okay. it's near the Appalachian Mountains. Where's Stone Mountain? I don't know. <clears throat> I think Stone Mountain is like, uh, like when I came down through there years ago, it was maybe like two or three hours outside of Atlanta. 
Okay. I can be wrong because I know I haven't been there in years. Well, well, okay, so it is 47% white, non-Hispanic. Population is 37,713. Well, they're saying it's the largest city in that area. Oh, well, not in okay. Georgia at all. Okay, in that area. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's only 26% um, Black live there. Anyway, the reason why we're talking about this is because uh, so, see, you have to be aware of the exes. You mean exes is being married and then you made them an ex for whatever reason? That's yeah. that type of ex? Mm -hmm. uh, I thought you were talking about ex Marcus Spire where they just found the goal in the Ukraine. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So there was a murder-suicide near the Chick-fil-A. What? Near the Chick-fil-A or in the Chick-fil-A? Near. Just a, a little bit away from the Chick-fil-A. That ain't good business. <sighs> 39-year-old Cassie Davis, mother of seven. Please don't tell me that she took kids if we're on a drive down by the lake. <sighs> she was shot and killed in a murder-suicide. <sighs> she was shot and killed in a murder-suicide. So the person shot her and then he shot himself. Mm -hmm. So Anthony Green. Oh, he black. Shot her while uh, she was in the car in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. She was in the Chick-fil-A. She was actually on their property. Yeah. Not outside like a block or so over. She was actually on their property. Yeah. <clears throat> Did he leave a note? <sighs> Oh, Lord have mercy. I just like, I don't know why people just killing, especially, it used to be a code. We didn't mess with kids. Or women. They, the family described him as an ex-boyfriend who would not let go. She was there for breakfast. Chick-fil-A says breakfast? Yeah. 
I like that chicken minis and the Listen. yogurt. Listen. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. Click my heels three times. Chick-fil-A. I'm up too early in the morning for Chick-fil-A to even be open. So I don't know. Yeah. They have a chicken sandwich, breakfast sandwich. They used to have a bagel. I wonder if they still got the bagel. The bagel is good. Mm. Then I, they got yogurt. No, nah, I can do yogurt. I like yogurt. Yeah. They got a Greek yogurt and then they got these little things they call chicken minis. I'm just doing the whole menu. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. Go ahead and riffle. Okay. But they got these little biscuit things. This four. Well, I usually get the four pack. I think they get a, they got an eight pack, but the four pack and they little bitty biscuits that have a teeny tiny nugget inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That bread is to die for. I don't even eat bread, but That somebody told me about that they have they well I know their waffle fries is extraordinary I love their waffle fries then their um their lemonade I have never come to a Chick Fil A and their lemonade has not been the same you know what I mean it is good across the board then somebody told me they had the audacity to have a strawberry lemonade that I tried for the first time. Same way with real strawberries inside. Oh, I didn't know they had a strawberry lemonade. I usually get their diet lemonade. Man, diet lemonade? I didn't even know they make diet lemonade. Mm -hmm. So the kids range from ages 5 to 18. Wow. They was getting breakfast at the... She just going through... She just... <sighs> so she the kids... Just... Please tell me the kids weren't in the car with them. He killed her and the kids. What? All of them? Seven kids and her. Yeah. <sighs> they have a suburban. You ain't gonna get no seven kids in no in no sedan. I'm just. Yeah. He, he killed her and the kid. Yeah. Somebody need to call the prayer warriors. I had to borrow that from Ricky Smiley. We need to pray hard, pray hard, pray hard. Yeah. I mean... I just don't know what's I I I we killing we kill it we just killing everybody. We just killing we killing everybody. Yeah I'm, I'm sad about that and to to that family and they tremendous loss here from insane rhetoric. We are definitely praying for you because that in itself is so senseless, you know, because somebody can't, you know, let go and move on. Uh, we all know people like that, you know what I'm saying? We, where we, they just, you try to shake them and then you can't, they just refuse for whatever the case is. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, 
now I'm asking was all seven kids his, and I ain't trying to be funny with the likelihood of that would probably be no, but I think it's a very uh, demented state of mind when a person can kill anybody, especially the ones that you say that you you love and you want to be with or whatever the case, and then go forth and kill your children on top of that. I, I think that is horrible and horrific in so many senses and on so many levels. Well, maybe he has CTE. Oh, God. What's he had football player? Oh, I don't know. You got to start third first because we know your, your, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody has CTE. That's my problem. But I think, I think, uh, maybe 75% of your patients were football players that we have discussed have CTE. Turned the gun on himself. He was an avid um, gun collector. Well, he ain't black. Well, avid gun collector doesn't doesn't just speak black to me. I mean, not that black people aren't aren't, but. It just doesn't like it doesn't ring that doesn't ring first to me. You say somebody's an avid gun collector. And what was his it, name? Anthony Green. Anthony Green, fifty-six yeah, but, years old. But see, that's what I said. That's what that's why I said he wasn't black, because going off that name, I was like, okay, Anthony Green, that's a brother. But it's not. So I was wrong in that assertion. So she was thirty nine. Thirty nine, your oldest kid is eighteen? She started early. Seven kids and your oldest is 13, 18? Ooh. Yeah, she started early. He shot her three times. <sighs> I bet he, I bet he, she was trying to she was trying to probably trying to divorce him and he had some money and they took a drive down by Chick-fil-A. <sighs> I just don't, I just, I, I just. I'm just, I just be sad. I just, this kind of stuff saddens me. <laughs> like, I don't, I cannot, we've been doing this for three years and I, I can't even like be desensitized to it. Like, I'm just 
this kind of stuff just saddens me. Well, I'm 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 glad, but you know, when I say I'm glad, not for what happened, not and I'm saying I'm glad towards you that you cannot be desensitized toward it because somebody has to have compassion and empathy. You know what I'm saying? Like me personally, I didn't seen so much growing up early and seen so many tragedies happen to people either by their hand or by somebody else's hand. And I I have just become aware of saying it happens. It, it it happens. You know, for whatever reason is happening, it happens. So it makes me sorrowful, but like like I told told somebody, I expect the worst out of people before I expect the better out of them. Usually that way you don't get disappointed too fast. <laughs> Yeah. Well, speaking of ex-boyfriends. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here we go. Walking the stairway. <laughs> you and I. So. Oh, Lamar Odom has stepped into his purpose. He, I hope I hope it ain't uh still doing drugs. Yeah, it is still related to drugs. Nah, I said still doing drugs. Oh well, I don't know if he's doing drugs, but I know that he has now stepped into his purpose, and he is. Um, they're saying he has transformed his life, and apparently that was a near fatal. Overdose in 2015? I didn't yeah. know he was about to die. Oh, okay. I didn't know that boy. Yeah. That's what that, I think that was around the time he was still with uh what's his name? Her name. Yeah, Cole. that Kardashian. Well, she wasn't with her, but she the one that found him and helped him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he was almost out of here. Well, okay, well. He has um so the report is that he has launched the Odom Wellness Treatment Centers in California. Oh, okay. I don't know who Dante Ralston is. I don't know who that is either. And Dennis Martinez. But the three of them have um, in, invested and purchased uh, these centers. They're located in San Diego, El Cachon, and Lemon Grove. Well, that's good, man. I, I'm I just, wonder I, if those were the places where he copped. I hope not, because one of the 12 steps is to not be around the same people in places uh, <laughs> if you have some type of an addiction. Yeah. So, why people don't know, have sex addiction centers? Huh? Do they have sex addiction centers? I don't know that they have an actual center related to sex addiction, but I do know that sex addiction is treated in like um, groups in much the same way that Alcohol Anonymous is. Like they have really? a sex anonymous. Mm -hmm. Really? 
I didn't know that. Yeah. Just like they have, uh, like for all, like they have an Overeaters Anonymous. I can believe it. I can believe. I can believe it. That's why, uh, like, uh, Jenny Craig and all those places were so popular. You know, uh, I can believe it. So the 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 um the anonymous the alcoholic anonymous has transformed in a lot of different areas. They use the same precepts. They're just talking about different stuff. Okay. I don't believe that. Okay. I but I think this is a good thing, though. Just He turned lemons into lemonade. He ain't had no choice. He ain't playing basketball. He better be investing money somewhere. And it, it's a wonder that he didn't blow a lot of his money during that time, which is good. So, yeah, I can I can say that's, that anytime you, you're reaching out, to help somebody and change somebody, it makes you feel good. Yeah, I'm I'm glad he's doing it because there is a problem. Did you know um, that there that there are less homeless shelters for men there than there is for women? I can believe that. I can I can believe that. So apparently Dante Ralston is a ball player. I'm not familiar with I don't I, I haven't watched like sports like that in years. I don't I don't even know. I can even tell you. If you didn't come out of the nineties, the seventies and some of the sixties where ball playing was for the love of the game and not so much the money. Like it is now, I, I couldn't even tell you. People jump teams like crazy every year, you know what I'm saying? Is Drake and Kim, Kim and the Kardashian girl? Uh... Listen, I don't know. Oh. Like, like I, I can't even tell you. Drake be all over the place, so it ain't no telling. Okay. So, anyway, kudos to you, Lamar Odom. Yeah, big ups. Good shot. We're paying it forward. It's kind of like paying it forward. Like It is paying it forward. When you have a near-death experience that could have took you out of here beside, behind some chemical addiction, and then you get free from that and turn around and start to do it for somebody else. I think that's, that's, that's definitely paying it forward. Because one thing yeah. you can say, it ain't like you don't know. You firsthand experience. Yeah. So you can definitely talk to somebody about it. You know, everybody can't talk to people about stuff like that if they ain't never been through it. You might have some good words, but you don't understand the experience yourself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is hard, Richard, too. So, this woman is a mother of two. She 
she died of heart. Or I mean, no, she experienced heart failure while uh waiting on her pizza, a heart stop. And her husband had left. He came back and started doing CPR. Her name is Lanisha Adams, Silver Spring, Maryland. He went to go pick up the pizza, the husband. Mm -hmm. He said when he came back, her eyes, she was in a daze. Her eyes were bloodshot. She was drooling. And their son was in the crib next to her. Wow. I'm not sure why he was three years old and still in the crib. Um, in the but anyway, I guess that, that might be the new safe thing to do. Y'all, I was mother. I was mother a long time ago. We didn't do, but anyway, so that's probably the new safe thing is make sure they in the crib. Get but anyway, that's what I look at it as behind bars at an early age. Yeah, exactly. So he called 911. He put on the floor, started CPR. That is a good skill to have. He, he had to learn it through his job. I'm not sure what he did, but apparently his job. He So he started CPR. They got there. The, the uh, paramedics got there. They continued the CPR, the chest compressions. <sighs> they have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Wow. Yeah. They took her to the hospital. He had to stay. Of course, he couldn't really be up at the hospital. He had to stay at, and stay home with the boys. You can't take the kids to the hospital? Not really. Not when they in a CPU. Not that young. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Six days later, she woke up huh? in the intensive care unit. Six days later, she woke up. And she says, look, she didn't have any idea what happened, why she was there. She was afraid, angry, confused. So seemed like she was in the twilight zone. That's that's what she felt like. Hold on, Nancy. See, this is... This... I'm thrown off. You said she died. Oh, I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, 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 no. She didn't die. I'm sorry. Okay. If I said okay. that, I didn't mean to say that. Okay, I'm like, you said she passed away, and now I said a heart stopped. No, you said she died. You said she had. But died. I also said a heart stopped. But yeah. I didn't mean. If I said she died, I didn't mean to say that. Her okay, heart okay, okay. Because I was gonna say, oh. This is the new resurrection. Mm-mm-mm-mm. She, she got up after six days. Lazarus got up after three. She's doing better than Lazarus. Yeah, no. Okay, okay. I'm with you now. So dazed and confused, didn't know where she was, upset and angry because she woke up in ICU or intensive care. And no family history of heart disease. 
but she had been so so this is important y'all she had been diagnosed with postpartum preeclampsia so she gave birth to the one-year-old and that's when she started having a history of high blood pressure now I'm wondering like how old was she when she had this one-year-old well, she only 37, so she was 36. Oh, yeah. That's that's yeah. kinda that's kinda crazy. Like, I mean, I think I like I really believe that a lot of stuff is contributed to the food industry, like on a major level, because you know, 30, 36, 30 anything, you ain't looking at like people with high blood pressure unless that ran in your family already, you know what I'm saying? Or heart disease or whatever the case. You ain't looking at things like that. So that that's kinda that's kinda scary, you know? And I I you know I I can't be pregnant, so I don't I, I don't understand some of the complications that people have with it. Um Little non-sex, oh, can... apparently, can. No, I'm just... Okay. <laughs> Lord, help us all today. Okay, it was a publicity stunt. Okay, anyway, keep going. But, but you know, I was just saying, like, um, I didn't know that, like, I, I understand how blood pressure works. If it's too low, it's bad. If it's too high, it's bad. But I, I, I come to realize years ago that a lot of high-risk pregnancies is due just to blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't, I didn't know that, like, you know, because it ain't something that I studied. But it's kind of crazy that you need to have certain levels in in pregnancy, or it could affect the kid. You know, in 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 the birth process too. Yeah. She was in the hospital for 10 days. At first, she couldn't walk. She fell out of bed the first time she tried to get out of bed. She started walking with a walker. She was released 10 days after she woke up. Mm, okay. but, but what people don't realize is that, okay, just think about it. And people, especially nowadays, take it for granted. They, they take... Um, the process of giving birth for granted. Right? I can see that. So years and years ago, there was a higher frequency of people dying in childbirth. Mm. Now, because they have, you know, modern medicine and mm -hmm. doctors are more studied on it and all of this, there's less there's less chance of women dying in childbirth, but if you think about all the different changes a body has to go through in order to give birth. Man, we are lost right here because we don't know. Except Nas X. <laughs> like with one of my children, my blood pressure went up and they had to feed me shaved ice. Wow. And that caused your blood pressure to be lowered. It, they they cooled me down. I don't that I, I guess I guess for me that's all I needed. Mm -hmm. 
because that's all that happened. I, I was in a birthing center and um, okay, a birthing center is a modern, uh, so it's where you go back to the old way of having kids, having kids and you're in mostly in the birthing centers in the hospital. Um, your baby is delivered by midwives and like that kind of stuff. You don't, so it's a really long, I'll tell y'all about that story a long time, how I got to the birthing center. That, that, but, was, that was before the time of wonderful epidurals. No, it wasn't because. Was it? No. I mean, I mean, I mean, beyond you, I'm just saying, because they're doing the midwife stage. They didn't back in the day. They didn't have all that. Like yeah. Back said, in the day, they, yo, they didn't. You're right. Back in the day, you might not have had your baby with a doctor. You probably had your baby with a midwife like this long, like long time ago. OK. And then being a midwife kind of slacked off a little bit. Mm hmm. Uh, but then it made a resurgence. It was beginning to make a resurgence about the time that I was having my children. Okay. And so there's a reason why I ended up in the birthing, in the birthing center of the hospital. It's a long story. But I was in there and when my baby was, my baby was coming and my blood pressure went up and they gave me, they they were sitting there, there was one nurse sitting up there feeding me shaved ice. And then the midwife was grabbing hold of my baby with some forceps. Forceps, they, some little, in case y'all don't know. They like tongs. They like tongs. Pliers. Anything they grip. They pulled, they 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 like they grasp the baby's head and pull the baby out. Hopefully that is coming that way, not feet first. Yeah, I think had it been feet first, I would have been back down to the hospital level. That's, maybe, that's, maybe that's different, different type of situation. Yeah, but well, a, um, lot, a lot of people, a lot of people now, you know, like uh, I guess because of health conditions and different things they don't do uh what we call regular pregnancies as much they do c-sections a lot and i guess that's due toward like if they have complications of mm -hmm. you know coming through the canal or whatever and they see that there's a problem they do c-sections um, right yeah the c-section is for problems but like there is really really even now there's really a resurgence on having a baby in a very natural way like they have um like it was they was looking at me crazy cuz I didn't want to ever do it uh no I mean um I have uh talked to some people that I know that had that procedure done first of all that needle oh my god that's that's a long needle and then you're talking about sticking it in a person's spine so they, you know, and then you're talking about being still in pregnancy, which you can have a chance of run the risk of being paralyzed if you're moving. That's that's. And then I heard like after that, you know, they say they have problems with their back and different things because of that. I don't know, but this is what I some people have told me. 
Yeah. I so y'all, I've told y'all I've had three natural births. And only the last one, another long story, not gonna tell you why I did choose epidural there, but that was the the last one was where I did have an epidural. Do you have and any problems I was, with your back? Not because of that. I do have right. a pro back of my back problem, but it was something else that happened years after that. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and I wasn't the only one in the room when I chose to do this epidural. Like there were two people in the room with me. In the same hospital room? Yeah, I had a private room. Okay. I had a private room and there was this, these two people, again, it's a long story, but just okay. trust, I, okay. I feel like, I feel safe because one of them was a doctor. And so I didn't have to think, I didn't have to speak for myself. This particular person was like doing all the talking and okay. they were like, you know, ordering the nurses around because of me so like i i could i could take the epidural and know i was gonna be good right okay you know so but um yeah but people people don't realize that childbirth even today in today's society is not something to be played with because you can get not only high blood pressure and including the fact that this lady had had a bout with covid oh wow okay so you can get high blood pressure. You can get high blood sugar. Like your blood sugar can rise or get lower mm -hmm. in pregnancy. Because you think about what the what the actually what the child is doing. The the child is taking all the nutrients from the you know to nourish the kid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if that's the case and the levels ain't right with her already, it just makes sense. If something is pulling from you, then it makes your levels spike or drop exponentially yeah. because that's how the baby is being fed and get the mm -hmm. nutrients that the child needs to be healthy and come through that canal. So, I mean, it makes sense. It makes but then sense. even if the mother... Even if the mother gets these things, like if you get high blood sugar, you can pass that to your child. Yeah, it's, it's, the it's child good. is taking the nutrients, but the child is getting everything you got. Right. Right. So. Right. So, for example, um, when I was about eight or nine, I was diagnosed with. Um, um, anemia. Mm -hmm. so all my life I've struggled with low iron you know iron deficiency mm -hmm. your fingers get white sometimes my fingers get white I have these dark dark circles under my eyes like and they're there all the time the dark circles are there all the time but like they get super dark mm -hmm. when I haven't been acting right and doing what I'm supposed to do with my anemia right, right. Right. Okay. So um when I was pregnant, each time I was pregnant, 
I with the first one I learned that I had to take my um my vitamin supplements. Mm -hmm. My and so I had to take the prenatal vitamin, which is designed for the pregnant woman. But mm -hmm. then I also had to take an extra iron pill supplement. So, and then when my children were born, they were born slightly anemic, like firstborn, firstborn. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they had to take the when when others fed them when because I was breastfeeding, and so I was still taking. Where you may take one iron supplement, mm -hmm. I would take two. I would take one for me and one for the baby. Right. Okay. Makes and sense. so, so they were getting their iron from me because I was breastfeeding. But like, if someone else came and wanted to take, like my mom wanted to take the baby wherever. Right. Then she had the the milk with iron in yeah. it. Gotcha. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, that's why you pass things down through your children, you know, whether it's uh, through the blood, through the DNA, or mental capacity, because all that's tied in to the person, you know what I'm saying? So you can understand why some people have a lot of difficulties doing different things in life, and because it's, it's all DNA. Yeah. So... Right. Yeah, so she was postpartum after the baby. This lady, um, Nisha Adams, Lanisha Adams, was diagnosed with uh, preeclampsia. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, Miss Adams made it through all that because, man, that, you know, as uh, people who are married and different things of that nature, you can only imagine what it's like to lose somebody that you think you're supposed to be with for a lifetime and then have two young kids to take care of. That's hard for anybody. Not impossible, but it's hard for anybody. I don't care how wealthy you are, you know, because you can't throw money at all situations. So it was a month later when the doctors realized that um, she had what's called dilated, I'm sorry, delated cardiomyopathy. Mm -hmm. And this causes the heart to stretch and to become thinner and enlarging the affected areas. As a result, the heart can pump blood. The heart cannot pump blood. I'm sorry, y'all. The heart cannot pump blood as well. Di dilated cardiomyopathy can cause heart failure, leading to a wide array of symptoms. So she has received an implantable cardioverter defibrillator. Mm -hmm. They call it an ICD. A jump start. And it monitors her heart rhythm and can shock it back into a normal rhythm if needed. Jump start, like, like a battery charger. Yep. Yeah. 
am at 37, 37 years old. I tell you, man, they don't build humans like they used to. Yeah. There's a lot of people coming in the world with a whole lot of problems, man. A whole lot of problems. I mean, like I say, I, I think that's part of that food industry situation. You know, you you ain't the food ain't ain't like it used to be back in the day, you know. I mean, it's just it's just so crazy. So many well, I, I was I got this from the the uh um National Heart Association website, y'all. So y'all wanna go read it. I'm gonna say this, take care of your health, go see about yourself. If you think you feel like something. Better to be safe than sorry. We know, we know, hospital bills are high. But if you ain't, if you ain't uh, going to see about yourself, you definitely ain't got to worry about no hospital bill. You ain't gonna have to worry about no bill. Well, you can always smoke weed. I would address that, but I have not reached my platform. <laughs> So I'm going to let that one pass. So 50 Cent is back in the news again. You know, he always talking about people or whatever. So 50 50 says that there's one person who smokes more weed than Snoop. And who would that be? Wiz Khalifa. Khalifa. Uh, Yeah, Wiz Khalifa. Ah, yeah. Yeah, you you about right. (laughs) You about right, because Wiz, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I would I would say that's true. <laughs> I would say that's true. Okay, so 50, 50 on he's outing people on the, you know, he on different uh podcasts or whatever, being interviewed. And so he's talking about uh Wiz Khalifa. Uh, I don't, I don't even. I don't even think that's an out. I don't think that's throwing shade. I mean, this is what these guys do, and they know it. So I mean, it's like, hey, that that might be a staple. We're like, oh man, thanks for saying that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're right, I do. <laughs> no, man, that's like a trope. So, I but then, look. But then again, I gotta say this. I can't really say that. We is probably does, and the only reason I can say that is because Snoop has been around longer than we is. Right. We is we is is a young uh industry uh rapper and everything. Snoop has been around for a long time. So, for him to even try to catch up with Snoop, he had to have a couple of more lifetimes. Well, apparently he's working hard at it. Well, you know, when you got a job to do, somebody got to do it. Yeah. So, there you have it. Well, Smoke well that, that's the fix to everything. Now, listen, there, there's a place called Amsterdam where every drug you can imagine is legal. And you know, I don't have 
They don't have problems with crime because of that. Now I am saying Yeah. Mm. You ain't got you ain't got, you know, crackheads running all over the place and taking folks money and bopping them over the head. They go they got places where in Amsterdam where you can actually go in and buy it from the place that you in and smoke in peace. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. It's just crazy. Wow. But that just shows you like if you make it just shows you that if you make uh provisions for certain things and keep people in comfortable places, they'll go do it without causing a problem. So, I mean, you think about it. If you legalize everything in the United States, you probably wouldn't have all the crime that you people was having. I don't you think know that, so? I don't know that, but I'm just saying from the model of Amsterdam and how they allow them to do whatever they do, you don't hear about a whole lot of turmoil coming out of there. Because, I mean, you think about it, if it's something that's illegal, that's that's really when people going to go do it. <laughs> Which is crazy. So, the United States has a crime rate of 47.4. Oh. The Netherlands is at 27.15. 20% difference. Yeah. And twenty percent lower. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, maybe you just legalize everything in the in, in in the United States. The problem with that is that they couldn't get no money. That's why. That's why I know, because I don't know what Amsterdam uh puts out. I know that's a shopping district. Everybody goes over to Amsterdam to buy um authentic clothing and that type of stuff. It's a big shopping district about that because my brother, when he was in the military, he used to go over there all the time and he used to get a lot of different types of clothing articles that you wouldn't find nowhere else because that's like one of the ports that all the clothing and all the fashion came through. So that's why a lot of military people used to go there all the time. Wow, in the Netherlands, the number of paid vacation days can ride, can start at twenty days, and be up and be as much as two months. That ain't hurt. And you get people over in the United States that work for a week. I mean, get a, a vacation for a week. one week out of a year to have vacation. That's stupid. <laughs> so in the Netherlands, working full-time is twenty is 38 hours a week. And wow. And apparently they get to choose um, in a different way what they want to do other than us. Like I say, when you go out the country, you find more things that's better than other than the place that you stay. You know what I'm saying? They're like, like 
I don't knock the U.S., but they paint this picture that it is this is the best place to be. I disagree with that. You know, it's it's good for what it is, but then there are other places that are better and have other things that you need to be concerned about other than what you used to. So, I mean, you're going to have good and bad on both instances, balance. But if you go out the country, you can always find a lot of different things. And then people, people receive you better. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, of course, you're going to have your crazy folks still, but they ain't prejudging you because they get skin color all the time. That's interesting. Well, okay. Are we all moving to uh, Amsterdam? We should. I wouldn't mind going. Half past four wheel travel. You know, the average citizenship for to uh, have dual citizenship is only like twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. Wow. I tell you where I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to Russia. They have problems. Yeah. They have problems these days. They have wonderful architecture and vibrant paints of paintings of cathedrals and they their architecture is just so wonderful. But they got a crazy person over there. So So you know that Amsterdam played a heavy part in slavery, right? Mm-hmm. And one of their um, colonies didn't get um, independence until 1975. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. But they free now. They have been delivered now. So it's safe to go over there now. Oh, no, no. I mean, anywhere, like I say, anywhere you go, you're going to deal with something. Yeah. So it's just in what you want to deal with. I wanted the Jill Scott move yet because she was talking about moving her son, her and her son out the country permanently, like Tina Turner. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of don't blame her. I think I think no one else in the world other than the United States has a high crime rate and death toll. I think we leading leading uh, the way in that. I remember somebody sent me a clip of an actor who was talking, they was being interviewed. I forgot who that was. I have to go back and see if I got it. But they mm-hmm. was asking, asking him, what does the United States, a, a girl in college asked him, this said to him, this is the greatest country in the world. And he said, what makes it that great? And she said that we have the ability to do this and do this. He said, what do they lead in? He said, she was like, what you mean? We, we lead in education. We lead in mathematics. 
She was like, no, you don't. <laughs> she, she was ripping up for it. She said, China is number one in mathematics. Number one in uh for economics and economy and number one in a whole other bunch of things. And then he started going down a list of the countries that lead in certain things and the United States went on none of them. And she looked at him like, I can't believe that you're just dissing the country like that. No, it's not a diss. It's just facts. That's, that's, yeah. that's, what, people, that's what people don't think. They, they, it, ain't, it ain't a diss. It's facts. If you the only thing that they that he was saying that they lead in is locking up people and murders. And he would be right. That's one. I mean, no other place has incarcerated more than 50% of their people. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so when you look at the statistics, he's right. I remember, you remember that that uh years ago where they had all the country flags that was leading in certain things and they were showing all the flags and if you go back to that commercial, there was never an American flag in that in that in that <laughs> in that commercial. It was everybody else's flag that was leading in something, and there was never an American flag shown in nothing. Right. I was like, well, that tells you right there. I mean, if you got a flag and locking up people and murdering people, then you can fly that proudly. Mm -mm. Oh, there is a flag called the rebel flag. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. <laughs> Take us out of here, co-host. Well, you know what it is. This is Insane Rhetoric, and we are coming to you from all types of platforms. We are coming to you from Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, every type of platform you can imagine. You spell Insane Rhetoric with a K, and you can find us anywhere. Just remember to like, subscribe, and follow. And also remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric. We out. Bye, y'all. Thank you for joining us on this Rewind Wednesday. Don't forget to come back and join us on Free Fall Friday. But until then, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric. <laughs>